Hi there, my name is Tom Bell and welcome to my 5 Minute Friday podcast. It is now July the 2nd. Where is the year going? Uh, I'm an ethics consultant with expertise in willful blindness and I'm the author of Lions, Liars, Donkeys and Penguins, The Killing of Alison. It's a book about the events surrounding the suicide of my sister Alison following a period of abuse in the care of an NHS mental health hospital. I'm also a former NHS whistleblowing manager. Um, so today we're, we're going to talk about a phrase, um, a couple of phrases actually. The first one is one you might be familiar with, which is we are where we are, um, which frankly drives me nuts when people say we are where we are. It's generally used by people who don't want you to understand how you got where you are. And I often found when I was uh, in public sector management circles, um, apologies if this is not you, but um, I often found that people would use that as an excuse to ignore how they'd got where they'd got. So we find ourselves in a pickle. Classic example is we're, we're sat in an NHS meeting and we're, we're up shit creek without a paddle. No money, no people, um, no staff motivation, all the usual stuff going on. And... Um, Somebody says, right, okay, well, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's pointless looking at, you know, let's not look at history, let's not look at how we got here, what we've got to do is move forward, you know, classic David Brent style management, you know, don't bring me problems, man, bring me solutions, all that stuff, and what they fail to do is, what you need to, I think, what you need to do is take a step back and understand how you got where you are, it's not good enough just to say, we are where we are, it is what it is, you know, because we are where we are today because of decisions we made yesterday. And the very purpose of making a decision today is to take us to a different place tomorrow. So why we don't actually understand that and look back and say, hang on, what were the decisions we made last time that got us into this bleeding mess? Then we can perhaps understand how we can address things. And one of my um, favourite, um, what would you call him? Um, consultant, theorist, um, general thinker, uh, business guru uh, is a guy called John Seddon, who, who runs an organization called Vanguard, which um, and Vanguard specializes in systems thinking. And systems thinking is this idea that you you look at the whole, if you like, that you, you recognize that whenever you're making a decision, if you're about to squeeze the sausage in one place, it'll simply squeeze out somewhere else. So you've got to look at the wider system and say, right, what are the impacts of what we're doing and how did we arrive at this place? And he uses this lovely phrase, which is that improvement begins with understanding. It's a brilliant, brilliant phrase. The reason I say that is that when you take that to heart and you say, OK, right, what is our current situation? If, if improvements that we want begin with understanding, then let's understand how we got where we are. In fact, like, let's understand where we are. That's job number one, isn't it? Where actually are we? And... Um, there's another chap um, who you might have heard of called Rory Sutherland, who does a, a great speech on the TED website about the importance of understanding where you are before you try to make improvements. And he talks about a, a case of the post office where they try to improve the percentage of next day deliveries, guaranteed next day deliveries that they were making with first class post. They nearly broke the organisation trying to do that, but they hadn't realised that what they were already already delivering the next day in terms of the percentages of first-class post was above and beyond anything that the public expected. In other words, there was actually no need. They didn't understand where they presently were and they didn't understand what mattered to their customers. So improvement definitely does begin with understanding. I, um, I like this idea, actually, that we take... I mean, when I look at, at what goes on in the public sector sometimes, it kind of reminds me a bit of that it's a knockout, those of you that are old enough to remember that, you know. And you see these people, 
encumbered with costumes uh, in clown suits with big shoes on and these massive costumes or perhaps massive hands that they've generally got some kind of encumbrance on them and they have to run around perhaps a track which has got um, water jumps or hurdles and obstacles in it and it's it's it is a bit like watching the public sector at times where you just look at them and you think if you would just shed some of that crap that is bogging you down that bureaucracy that process those targets all that nonsense um you'd actually be able to get through the water jump and over the hurdle i understand by the way the point of it to knock out was to make people fall over so that we could all laugh at them there's probably an analogy there as well isn't there but this idea that what you do is you just get up you fall over the hurdle you get up and you run towards the next one without ever understanding why you fell over the previous hurdle that's the thing that drives me nuts so yeah so improvement begins with understanding and we are where we are because of decisions we made yesterday thank you again for listening and um, please feel free to get in touch you can visit the humanity and integrity website uh, at hipss.org.uk that's um humanity and integrity in public sector services or you can contact me via email at tom at hipss.org.uk that's tom at hipss.org.uk or you can always look me up on twitter stay as safe as you can as sane as you can and solvent if possible thanks again for listening have a great weekend